For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, Detroit? What's going on, Detroit Lions fans? Welcome back to Believe, B-L-E-A-V, and Lions right here on the Believe Podcasting Network, Detroit's number one sports podcasting network. It's where all the Detroit Lions fans come because this is the show where we believe in the Detroit Lions, and by the end of this episode, so will you. I mean, every week, Lions legendary safety, Benny Blades, the hard-hitting, no-nonsense Detroit Lions baller is here to talk Lions with me. It's always a great time. Benny, how you doing this week? I'm doing wonderful after being poked, probed, analyzed, criticized all day long today over at the Cleveland Clinic Hospital. Derek, I went in for just a <laughs> regular, you know, the NFL does this trusting where they have retired guys go in and they give us all these brands, brain scans and heart, you know, EKGs, and they test everything. Okay. You know, the worst part of that whole day-to-day, I, I, I loved most of the results. Matter of fact, tonight, after you were asleep, after your study, I don't know what the crap that is. But anyway, <laughs> they made me see a nutritionist. Okay. And when those people, <laughs> I'm talking about, boy, they dig into you. Like, well, why, why are you doing that? I finally just told a little, little, little young girl, I said, baby, I'm 54 years old. There's no way you're not going to tell me I ain't going to drink this beer. When I leave here, I'm going to get me a can of beer. She said, well, can you just make it light beer? I said, baby, beer is beer. oh my gosh they they got you all checked up benny i mean please don't tell me they told you to get off the mrs blades cooking because we know that ain't happening no Derek. uh to be honest with you that's how we got on the beer subject she told me (laughs) well you know i don't know how these people come with all these b bmi index you know i mean look i just told people if you look good you feel good hey then you're good. Good. <laughs> oh, but, uh, uh, unbelievable. Like, Benny, you, you, you always you looked good. You played good. Today you feel good. I feel good on the show. And, and we got to get to our sponsor, betonline.ag. That's the place to go if you want to lay down some of some of that uh, some of that green, some, some of that money. But, Benny, I want to ask you. I mean, you're the toughest guy on the planet, the baddest man on the planet, both when you played and then with a lot of your takes here on the show. Are you a UFC guy, Benny? Because we got a big Conor McGregor fight coming up next week that I know people go to betonline.ag. Conor McGregor is one of my favorite entertainers, athletes, whatever you want to call them, to check out. Are, are you a UFC fan? I could see you uh, tuning into the definitely fights. Definitely a UFC fan. 
I love any sport where somebody can kick the crap out of somebody and people bleed. That's why I, yeah. I like UFC, I like boxing. I'm, I'm getting into hockey, but they uh, use the stick sometimes, okay? <laughs> Anything that's gonna make people bleed, you know, I'm a little bit morbid when it comes to that. I, I just like those sports. Now, I, I shouldn't say like, I love those sports. The Absolutely. bloody the more I'm watching. <laughs> Benny, I went back after we talked about hockey. I went back and I watched Riggs original Kings of Comedy again. And it reminded me so much of you when he was doing the, man, there'd just be a bro out there with no stick. <laughs> just looking at people <laughs> saying, I wish you would. <laughs> I was like, that's Benny Blades on, on, on the ice out there. It made me laugh so much. Again, just tremendous. People got to check that out. But, Benny, we got McGregor versus Poirier. I mean, are you a big enough fan that you, you got a dog in the race? Are you just going for the notorious one? Where are you at on this? Are you going to betonline.ag to do this up or what? No, I'm just going to go on betonline.ag. The only person I know, okay, is the – Huge black guy, I don't even know his name, but he fights in the heavyweight and Conor McGregor. Oh yeah, Francis Ngannou and Conor McGregor. That's the that's the main two you need to know, Benny. Those are the guys that go in and do work. I'm gonna be they they got my money. I'll be watching this pay per view next week. Everybody can go to betonline.ag and check it out. And, and everybody take a quick listen to that sponsor. And Benny, the show continues to grow. I think we got another sponsor that people hear later in the show. So everybody, take a quick listen, and we'll be right back. All right, everybody, I want to tell you a little bit about betonline.ag. The NBA and college basketball are back. The NFL playoffs are right around the corner. With all these sports going on, there are plenty of bets to lock in. If you're thinking about picking the Lakers to repeat for the NBA championship or maybe someone to upset Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, you need to go to betonline.ag. I know me and Benny have been talking all year about the Lions and taking the over, taking the under. Um, you got to go to betonline.ag. Get to that pay window, as, as Benny often says. Um, from game spreads and totals to teams, players, coach props, uh, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. And there is always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet Online. Your online sportsbook experts. What's going on, everybody? Uh, we are back. Thank you so much for listening to BLEAV, Believe in Lions, right here on the Believe Podcasting Network. Go to betonline.ag. Please su- support our sponsors. Uh, me and Benny really enjoy doing the show. It continues to grow. We really enjoy talking Lions. Uh, we had another tough season. We're here in the off season. We're talking GMs, head coaches, players, draft, free agency. We got all that covered for you. And before you know it, hopefully it'll be football season again and maybe back to some normalcy. So, Benny, you said you're doing wonderful. I mean, the, the rumor innuendo is that the Detroit Lions did kind of a Zoom call with some of the alums. And I'm thinking... I wonder if Benny was on there with his wonderful big podcast microphone, if he was front of the line uh, at this Zoom call. Were you involved with this at all? Because it caught my ear when I heard that it might have happened early this week. Well, not not to let the cat out of the bag too much, but yes, we, we did have. And that, that's why I love that hire of number 54. Okay? He Absolutely. wanted to make sure that all of the legends, and not just myself, you know, you had guys like George Jameson, 
Eddie Murray, Mark Spinner, just to name a few of the guys that were on the call because we we love and we believe in the Lions so much. We wanted to know what 54 is going to bring to the table. And so some of the things that he, he told us, you know, that they're going to make sure they go, knowing Chris, like we do, he's going to do this. He's going to make sure every player on that team gets evaluated. And he did tell us sometimes you have to let some of the fan favorites go. He didn't call any names, but it let us know that, you know, hey, if you're not doing your job, old 54 is in the building now. He's going to make sure you're not going to be around because guys like us, we believe in, in what Miss Hamp is doing, what Mr. Wood is doing. I know you just say he's a, a pencil pusher. But, you know, hey, he has that job. And, you know, I just love the way him and 54 and Ms. Hamp was talking on, on his own call. They, they, they want to get the right candidate in there. They want to make sure it's done the right way. And what the old ball player said, he said, sometimes you, you might have to hire a head coach before you get a general manager. Uh-oh. Hmm. We all we all perked up then, you know, <laughs> you know, because knowing Chris, Chris said, I guarantee you, if two of the candidates that he was talking about, he said those guys would have walked to Detroit the next day just to get that job. And, and I'm, I'm sure, like I said, I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag, but I'm sure he's right because the two that he was talking about, those guys are very passionate about the game of football. So I just want to make sure that, you know, they do their due diligence and they get it right. Because I, I myself, living in South Florida, I cannot stand another subpar season. Okay? I, I Look, I, I'll, I'll give you one year newly acquired head coach. But after that, I need to see progress. I, I, I need to see it. And like Chris said, whomever they choose, they're going to hold their words have to match their actions. If you come in, you tell me you're going to hold every guy accountable. God dang it. Hold everybody, every guy accountable. And see, Chris is a lot like me. That goes from the guy at Ford Field who's serving the drinks to the equipment manager, to the trainers. He mentioned what I mentioned, and I love that. He said, even to the scouts, everybody is accountable for making this organization tops in the NFL. Everybody. Ooh, Benny, like every week on the show, you got me ready to run through a wall based on what you say about football, the, the, the humor, the great stuff you bring here on the show. But you got me fired up right now. I mean, like I said, I, we're not going to get into all the details, but I mean, the things you said, uh, the things that it sounds like Spielman's sort of spearheading. I mean, it's got me fired up. I'm sure the fan base, everybody that hears this is going to be real excited to to hear everything you said and also like what i love is that not only is he including the the alumni the legends the former players like you said but you, you guys are such a tight-knit group that like we want to 
We want to win. You know, the, the organization wants to win for the fan base, the city, the former players. Everybody wants to see it. And, and we're just continuing to wait, try to be patient, try to hang in there. But, you know, having 54, as you called him, uh, Chris Spielman in there sounds like not only is he not messing around, but I think it's great he included all you guys, give you kind of the heads up as well as sounds like they're making some progress. You know, they're going through the process, seems really thorough. A lot of us, you know, uh, on the fringe and kind of the fan base, we're sitting here going, man, we, we just can't wait to hear who it is and, and get this thing rolling. Uh, your comment about coach before GM. I mean, you know, I'm the GM of the show. I, I sort of feel like the GM should come first, but you got to get the right people. And it sounds like they're not messing around with football people, people that uh, want to get this organization turned around and, you know, just really excited, hoping that this is the time where they get this, the right people in place. Those people then get the right players. Then those people um, don't hold on and don't have some of the allegiances that we've had in the past, maybe to players that don't deserve to be there. And, you know, and, and put a football team on the field A to Z, like you said, from from the kicker to the quarterback all the way down um, to the equipment staff and the, and the scouting department. Get them all right so we can we can really win at a high level. That's really what I want to see. Yeah, but you know, you're the GM of the show. I'm the player of the show. I know how to take a backseat when I need to take a backseat. <laughs> but the player last week said, and that's why I love the player, well, the ex-player in 54. What happens is in order for an organization to buy in, every one has to buy in. I just love the words he used so eloquently and, and knowing Chris the way we are, we were just like, whoa, that <laughs> that that uh TV job really made him uh talk properly now. <laughs> so, so, Benny, <laughs> I want to ask you this real quick. Um, because it really sounds like, like, do you have a lot after this call and now that kind of seeing Spielman in at, at work per se, or just kind of in his role, did you get a feeling like this is a different front office type vibe and, and a different leadership than we've had the past couple decades? From a player's perspective, I, I really feel as though it's, it's, it's different because Ms. Hamp took a back seat to Chris, even though it's her team, Mr. Wood deflected everything over to Chris when he was talking to the former players. It's, it's not gonna be a total Chris Spillman show. And like Chris alluded to in, in, on, on the call, right now they've had some knockout, drag out conversations and he says sometimes he had to put his ego in check because you're not going to win all of the arguments, but at least they know where he's coming from. And that's part of what you need. I, I tell people all the time, even when me and you debate, Derek, sometimes you have to tell me when I'm wrong as a player. And I have to respect that. We talk about that after the show is over with. Right. And so Chris just wants his voice to be known that, if you're going to do it, you have to do it. And you can't hold allegiance to people who don't have allegiance to your organization. If you're this, that's, that's, that's one thing I like to always talk about as a former player. If you're just there for the payday, there's 31 other teams that you can just go get paid from. 
Let's win first and the payday will come. Exactly. Man, oh, man, Benny, you got me. You got me excited, fired up. I'm glad to hear that about the the leadership, about uh, Chris Beal and about, uh, you know, Sheila Ford Hamp as well as Rod Wood sort of, um, you know, still being involved and, and being those those top executives and whatnot, but also like leaving the, the football side to Spielman. And, and like me and you mentioned before, there's two things. One, we had that big kind of knockdown drag out back and forth between me and you about Spielman about, yeah, he might not agree, but he's not the GM. And, and, and it sounds like he's already experienced some of that where he's going to give his thoughts but he doesn't have final say. He's not going to have final say when the GM is selected as well as the head coach, but he sounds like he has a pretty strong voice. So like, I think me and you were both kind of correct in our own ways on that. And then I want to give you credit, Mr. Blades, because I was wrong. You were right. I thought we were going to kind of get some of this wrapped up uh, last week over the weekend. Here we are kind of late in the, in the following week and they're starting to do second interviews. Um, There's a couple things I want to run past you. Um, that are still going on. So it's like they still are working their way through this process, which I'm happy about. But like I said, I'd really like to get somebody in here, get the right person in here and get rolling towards free agency and the draft. So, so Benny, all that's good stuff. I'm glad you shared that with us. Uh, great stuff. I'm sure people will love hearing. And, and like you said, without giving all the details, you really gave some good insight of them, including you, um, some of the things you saw without uh, all the details. So appreciate that. It's 2021. People can acquire self-driving cars, eat burgers made out of plants, even fly to space in rocket ships if they have the money for it. So if you could do all this futuristic stuff today, the very least your phone could do is download entertainment in a flash. For that, you should get AT&T 5G. AT&T 5G is fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Want to make sure your phone service keeps up with what you need from it? Get AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan or device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. The the thing I wanted to run by you is you seemed really big on, on Kevin Colbert from the Steelers, former Detroit Lions executive. Um, last I heard, he still has a contract with the Steelers through the draft, yet there were some things that came out saying that He's either been offered this position or this is one of their top candidates. And there's a lot going on about has he been, uh, you know, that would be tampering, but there's other ways to sort of ask if he'd be interested. He's a Pittsburgh guy, but people assume he's more of a Detroit guy just because he used to work here. He seemed like a top candidate for you. Where, where are you at with all this? I mean, am I just cluing you in now? Have you heard any of this? going on and do you think Kevin well, Colbert is a realistic option or is this just kind of like a, a thing that's out there in the, in the air right now? Well, I, I think he's a realistic candidate. I, I really do because I didn't want to get too deep into it because I knew the Pittsburgh Steelers were still in the playoff hunt and we don't, we don't want to get one of those hefty fines for tampering with Mr. Colbert at the time, you know, he's employed by the Pittsburgh Steelers. And so now that they're all out of the playoffs, I'm sure, like you said, there's a ways around, you know, asking permission to, you know, to talk to Mr. Colbert. I'm really, really, really gung-ho on him coming back to Detroit because he left Detroit to go to Pittsburgh to try to make them better. So why not come back to Detroit to try to raise an organization? To me, it's not dead, 
but you know it's in 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 quandary right now. <laughs> we're we're struggling so, right now, Bandy. We're struggling. We've been yeah. struggling for a bit now since you left the field. Yeah. And and so I I I think you know he'll take on that task and he'll make some hard decisions. And that that's what you need from a general manager. You need somebody that's tough and who's not willing. And that like I said, that's what I loved when Chris said that. Sometimes you have to let the fan favorite go. Sometimes you have to make that tough decision and move on no matter who it is. I mean, Ooh, he, as much he, as I he, wanted to he, stay he, in Detroit. You got me wondering it, what that what that's all about, Benny. Lots of people can no, assume. No, I, I'm, I'm just saying. Be. I mean, there's so many fan favorites, you know what I mean? We, we, right. we talked about the wide receiver, he wants to get paid, right. you know, so are they going to bring him back? Marvin Jones is a young, in my opinion, guy who still has a, mm -hmm. a, a, a enough in the game. Are they going to – there's so many fan favorites that we have that that general manager is going to have to make tough decisions. Right. Let me ask you this, Benny. Do you know anything about uh, – you know Kevin Colbert's got a son that's uh, working in the with the Steelers as well? A lot of talk has been that maybe uh, Colbert is in his upper mid sixties, whatever he is, that he might come here on like a two to three year restart and then be able to hand this off to his son and let his son take over as a general manager. Any thoughts on that? Do you know him? Do you think that might be a good little succession plan if they could work that out? I mean, obviously we're just talking about options right now. Yeah. I, I don't really know his son very well. And I, I just know he put together a nice uh, group of player personnel guys there. As a matter of fact, Bruce McNorton is one of, as a former player for the Detroit Lions, is one of the, you know, people in in, in his scouting department. And like I said, sometimes in a scouting department, to me that is very, 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 very vital to any organization. Sometimes you gotta, you know, get a former player's perspective. See, people look at, I, 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 I'm going to keep saying it. People look at 40 times. They, they look, turn the film on. That's what you're going to tell me this kid can play or not. A lot of people always measure. Sometimes I just say the heck with a measurable. You know, can this kid play? That's what I want to know. Can he play or can he not play? So if I'm let's say if I'm going to look at, I'm gonna bring it up right now, uh Mr. Russo from Miami. And I just happened to see, you know, a corner, and this this kid is never getting beat. You know, he's always in the right place at the right time. Maybe I look at him a little bit more closely. That's how you steal picks in the draft. You can't just have your mind said when you look at film, I'm only going to look at this guy. Yeah, I can be looking at that guy, but you all, you're looking at the team as a totality to see who I can pick maybe in that fourth, fifth, sixth round. I can steal a kid, and he's going to make my football team a whole lot better than what I have on the team now. Yeah. 
yeah, I think I think you would have that eye for that, like you say, as as the player. Whereas, uh, you know, a guy like me might be more focused, like you said, on the the guy I'm trying to evaluate, and more so than than keeping the eyes out for other people. I, I think it's interesting to to maybe have a son in the mix, and and like I say, one one theory I have is the Lions have been doing all this due diligence, been bringing in all these people, showing the fans they're doing all this legwork. They're probably asking all these people that come in. Hey, what do you think of the line? What have we done well? What have, where have we been weak? You know, picking everybody's brain, taking notes, gathering up all this intel, and maybe at the end of the day, they got something with Kevin Colbert in the back pocket, and he just swoops in. Everybody's on board with a guy like that that has that type of track record. You know, he can he can create that bridge between him and his son, um, get the team turned around in the next few years. I mean, I'm kind of on board with all that. Um, last week we talked about John Schneider from Seattle. I was really on board with him as well, based on his track record and him just being kind of a no nonsense football guy, a guy that can make trades in the league. He ended up re-upping with Seattle. So he's off the board. Um, another guy they interviewed, uh, Peyton, um, from the Vikings with, uh, Spielman's brother. He went out to Denver before we got recording here this week, but here, here's a name I want to throw at you, Benny. And then everybody stay tuned because, me and Benny are going to talk about positions of need, both um, the positions the Lions kind of need to focus on as well as, uh, you know, free agent of the draft. Like, wh- where's Benny putting a lot of his stock to fill some of these holes? So we'll get to that here in a moment. But Ed Dobbs, Benny. Ed Dobbs is the guy in Indy. This guy's a really no-nonsense guy. He, he, he started in Seattle. He's got ties to some other really good organizations. I want to say he has some Baltimore ties as well. But I just listened to another podcast that did kind of a profile on Dodds. And this guy, he's a, he's a Benny Blades kind of guy from what I heard. He he will tell you exactly how he feels. He doesn't sugarcoat things. He's, he's going to tell you you suck. If you suck, he's not going to accept anything less than the best. He told Indy when they won a playoff game a couple years ago, man, you guys ain't done nothing. This is nothing, right? He, he, he wants the highest level. He's turned down a few opportunities. To me, Ed Dobbs is Dodds is still really a guy that needs to be considered in this whole mix. He's still out there. He's interviewing at a couple places. I would not be upset if they bring in a guy like this with this type of pedigree as well as this type of mentality to be the GM if some of these other scenarios don't work out. Based on what I said, Benny, I know you don't have a big read-up. I'm not spending time doing tons and tons of research on all these guys because at the end of the day, it's all about who you pick, who you acquire, how the team performs on the football field. But based on what I just told you, does Ed Dodds from Indy sound like a guy that we could give the keys to and let him be the GM of the Detroit Lions? I'm going to tell you why he sounds like uh, a great, you know, he sounds like a perfect candidate because he, I, I could just see him and Spielman watching film together. That guy sucks. Don't even draft him. That guy sucks. Yep. You know, and, but I, I keep trying to tell, tell people there's no second place in football. There's only winners yep. and losers. <laughs> there's a, how do you say, well, oh, we finished second. No, you're just the first one to finish last. <laughs> when you're second, Benny, you're the very first. You're the number one loser. Nobody <laughs> lost ahead of you. I, I I just have never have gotten that in sports. Now, oh, now ben, I was okay. second place. <laughs> what is a consolation prize? 
I had to tell somebody, Benny, they were going on and on in my fantasy football league about how they won second place. I said, I said, when's the parade down down Main Street for your for your silver medal? For your for your 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 second place finish. No, nobody cares about that. Nobody cares who came in runner up. Well, we're not throwing you a ticker tape parade. They were just all excited. I was like, you lost. You you lost. Oh, I did better than you. Okay, yeah, you you upped me this year. But nobody wants second place in that same league. I had been second the last two years. I didn't care about that. I was annoyed I didn't get first. But but here here's what I want to throw to you back about Dodds. The thing I didn't. Or I liked, but I don't know that fits the Lions, is one thing they said about Dodds is that because he's so no-nonsense, what he's going to want is to hear what the club or what the team or what the organization is going to allow him to do. Are you going to allow me to come in and do my thing? Are you going to meddle? Are you going to be want to be too involved? And are you going to give me time? Like some places will say, oh, yeah, we're going to give you time, let you do whatever you want. And if the first year doesn't go glowingly, Next thing you know, they're wanting to spend money where they shouldn't. They're wanting to bring in guys that don't fit what they're trying to build. So I don't know if that fits because I do feel like Rod Wood, some other folks, um, you know, depending on um, how him and a guy like Spielman would mesh, like it might be too many cooks in the kitchen. And what we need is like a long-term plan. I don't don't need to have the Lions uh, try to go from where they're at now to the greatest team ever in one season. What I need is them to have sustained success. And that takes kind of a long-term plan and vision. And that's what a guy like Dodds, I think could give you, but you're going to have to let him do his thing. You're going to have to let him be patient. I don't know that that's going to go over too well with some of the folks that, that we see kind of running this thing. Now, I think they're going to want to be included. They're going to want to maybe have some say, or they got some of their, you know, guys they either enjoy on the team or you you deem them somewhat fan favorites. They're really going to have to take hands off and sort of trust a guy like Dodds or somebody that they bring in and say, hey, we're trusting you to make the right decisions. Like you said, if you don't, there's accountability. But if you do, we'll, we'll, we'll lay back and let you do your thing. Well, it sounds like, you know, like I said, if, if Mr. Dobbs does come, He's, he sounds like one of those uh, high stakes rollers in, in Vegas. It's all or nothing, right? You know, yeah, I could see and that. So but he's, I, but he's, I, I just I he's mean, been there. Pers- you know, it's not it's not like his- a guy that's never done it. Too is kind of what I'm saying. It's he hasn't right. been the top guy, but you're not taking a total flyer. This guy has a pretty dang good track record. Probably the best resume out of anybody out there, other than a Colbert type. The Colbert type, too, just before we move on to our other things, is that if he didn't transition to his son, maybe that's a, a good spot for Mr. Spielman to get in there in a, in a few years once he sets the framework. Him and Spielman set the framework. Maybe then it transitions to 54 as the GM in, in three, four years, whatever it may be. That could be a nice little plan as well. Yeah, could be. So I'm, I'm interested where how Spielman fits in if they bring in a guy like Dodds and let's say he just – does great and has this long-term plan everything works out swimmingly how we hope like where does Spielman do does he is he here for a few years and then he moves on and is a GM for another organization or I don't know how all that's going to marry up but I'm real interested so good stuff man lots of lots of stuff going on do you think we'll have an answer by next week's podcast of who's the GM or who the head coach or both I I really believe we'll have one or the other, but I don't I don't I don't see us having both by next podcast. No. Okay. 
Okay, you gotta listen to Benny. He was on he was on point. I, I don't even wanna say because I, I'll probably be wrong again on the timetable, but Benny Benny, are you are you upset with coach over GM or, or you just wanna get the right people? I just wanna get the right people in place. You know, to me it, it, it doesn't matter because I know the GM is the one if we're if we're using a cooking analogy. He goes to buys all the groceries, but it still takes a strong head coach to whatever groceries that are bought to make the meal wonderful and tasty for Thanksgiving dinner. So if you're bringing in the right head coach, a great chef couldn't take anything and make it taste delicious. So that's why it really doesn't matter to me, you know, if they bring in a gym first or they bring in the head coach first. I just want to make sure it's a right fit for our organization. Benny, for your food analogy, what we need is a GM and a head coach that will end up buying the right groceries and making the meal so that ends up being like a Mrs. Blades Thanksgiving when it's all said and done. Am I right? You're trying to make me fat. You're trying to make me fat, Derek. People hey, Benny. Told you, I told you, I told me I got to lose a little something. <laughs> yeah, well, like you said, I, I got nothing to do with your medical exam that happened. That's on you. But uh, I know Mrs. Blades makes some nice stuffing and all the all the fixings. And, Benny, before we get to free agents and draft, we usually just straight up talk football on the show. But since you're talking food, my grandma got me uh, for Christmas a Nutribullet. It's like a, a blender on steroids. And I never had a blender in my life. I was kind of like, ah, man, I'm never going to use this thing. Benny, I'm about to put back on the pounds that I lost here in the last year or so because this is the probably one of the greatest kitchen items of all time. I'm sitting here making, you know, strawberry, banana, uh, fruit shakes in the morning. I'm making milkshakes left and right with this thing. It is probably one of the greatest devices ever. Go tell Mrs. Blades, if you don't already have one, to pick up a Nutribullet and start making you chocolate milkshake, uh, you know, fruit smoothies. Yeah. Like it, it's off the chain, man. I'm telling you, I'm not a, I'm not a cooking guy. I'm not a kitchen guy, but this is one of the greatest uh, appliances of all time. Derek, my kids bought me one of those two years ago because <laughs> they wanted me to start eating healthy on the go. So they gave me a lunch bag with a neutral bullet. And it says, okay, throughout the course of the day, you put these ingredients. That's when this whole kale fad was, I can't stand kale. It's sucky. Benny, so, did you hear me? I said nothing about kale. I said fruits. No. And then I said, I'm talking I about, said milkshakes, They want me to put milkshakes. the kale inside with the fruits <laughs> and all of that good stuff and put it in the neutral bullet. Benny, I'm not listen that. to me. Listen to me right now. Two to three scoops of ice cream, a uh, uh, half a cup of milk. Put that some bitch on the blender. About thirty seconds, you got yourselves a, a top end milkshake from from any joint you want to go to. I mean, we're we're not talking kale right now. I'm not trying to put veggies up Look, in this thing. I'm but this to is why. You. But I had to tell you why I have my neutral bullet and it's still unused. And I'm telling it, you that the, it, it you might be a neutral bullet. You to need make to br- creamy milkshake. <laughs> 
but but I'm giving you the 411 now that you need to break that back out and and, and make yourself and the and the wife a, a little milkshake every now and again, not too many. Like I say, I'm trying to limit it, but it's so dang easy and so dang good. You got to do that. So anyway, that's a little sidebar for the people. Neutral Bullet, <laughs> if you want to sponsor the show, go to Believe Podcast and go 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 link up with them and tell them you want to sponsor B L E A V and Lions. Uh, we, we'd love to have you. Benny, like, let, let's talk needs right now. Detroit Lions needs. I mean, we don't have a ton of time left in the show, and this is a long list I got in front of me. But I'm just going to throw some at you. I'm going to let you throw some back at me, and then we're going to talk about how we fill some of these holes. So let, let me throw one. We'll play a little volleyball here. In no particular order, Benny. We, we, we need a linebacker or four linebackers we need a whole new linebacker group that's kind of one of my main needs on this team we need guys that can run tackle hit lead cover all the above like that that's one of my main needs what's a need that you think the lions have when we're just talking positions my needs were said on the legends show by 54 what are the two positions I was so ecstatic. He says, you build a defense from back to front. He said, if we don't have edge rushers and corners, we ain't winning no ball games in the fourth quarter. I was like, yes, he said it. <laughs> but, I'm well, telling hold you. on, hold on. That's not back to front, though. That's front to back. If you're, no, no, no. You're going okay. From edge, you all, still need corners that can cover in this league. I agree. And you need edge rushers. <laughs> I agree with both of those. I was just trying to get the, uh, you know, the setup right. If you're going back to front, you're going like safeties down to your no. linebackers and then up front. Most people say they want to work front to back, which are the big nasties, then to your corners, then to your back end. But I mean, yeah, I'm with you. We, one thing I said on my other show, the Detroit Kool Aid cast this week, is I said. Don't don't just look over these corners at number seven. If we could get another top flight guy and put him with Okuda and then bump down Trufant, bump down or out Justin Coleman, who makes way too much money, like you need probably what? We probably need four to five corners to survive right. in this league that can actually play. And then a couple guys that are just run down on kicks and and be there if we get injuries. But we got one, maybe two right now that could somewhat play. We definitely need some more there. I'm with you on that. No doubt about it. Benny, you, you're throwing out some carrots for the people, some nuggets that uh, people are just going to eat up. We might find ourselves on like uh, all over the news blotter with some of these things that you're saying were said. I mean, edge rushers and corners, people are going to love hearing that, that that's maybe what they're targeting. Benny, here, here's another need I got for you. The wide receiver position. I don't know what they're doing. We still have basically nobody other than Quintez Cephas under contract. I'm not a big guy that likes to go get these fancy diva, you know, uh, shiny toy type receivers early in the first round or whatever. But this is, an, again, one of the deepest receiver drafts coming up, as well as some good guys in free agency. The Lions are going to have to surprise me and, and excite me with what they do at the wide receiver position because right now, it's looking pretty bleak, but they could change that in a heartbeat. I mean, if you bring Kenny back, if you add a rookie, and if you get another free agent, maybe this thing could look really nice, too, in a blink of an eye. So I got receiver as a main need. What's another one you think they might they might be looking at? Well, I want to talk about this receiver thing right now. Because, oh, yeah. Uh, 
I watched a kid all by himself from Alabama just annihilate an Ohio State team <laughs> all, by, all by himself. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I know the, the quarterback had to drop a few dimes, but this kid was I, – I don't – you tell me. If he's there, when, when it's time for us to pick, do we pass up on him? Oh, this is what I love, Benny. I could talk for days. Uh, it's early in the process. Devonta Smith's uh, a ball player. There's no question. He's also a little slight, Benny. A little slight, probably about what 180, 185. You know, he's not not the tallest guy in the world. Pretty slim. Will will he hold up in the National Football League? But I mean, everyone's fallen in love with him. He won the Heisman. He's been just putting up crazy numbers. But picking him at seven, Benny. I mean. Everybody's loving it, but I don't know if I love that, to be honest. I think there's going to be other options, other positions that I may want to address with that pick. But I, I wouldn't hate it, but I'm not sure that's the way I would go. I'm just saying because they, every, the whole National Football League slipped on that guy from Kansas City, and he's setting the league on fire. I'm just, I just want to get your, 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 your take on it, you know. But at, for me at number seven, you know who I'm, I'm. I'm targeting one of those guys from the U, baby. Come on. <laughs> Ooh, we need, I, uh, we need a, a edge rusher. You just said it. Edge rushers and corners. That's that's where I would put more of an emphasis with that top ten pick instead of a wide receiver, which I can get in the second round, third round. I could probably find one in the fourth or fifth if you want me to. That could probably still get some some work done rather than in the top seven. But it is a passing league now, so you got to look at these wide receivers. So well, what's another spot? You watch this Lions team. We talked about them all season. How about another spot? Because I got about. I got about 10 more spots, Benny, that I think need to get filled on this team. What's another position that you would like to bolster if you had your choice? I'm always going to bolster that old line. <laughs> I have to bolster that offensive line. Benny, we, we, we got, I got to no, jump no, no, in no. on you, though, because yeah. no, we got no, ourselves me, a left hand. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because besides <laughs> the starters, what do you have? I mean, one guy gets hurt. I'm, 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 me, just as a player, I know you're the GM, but you always, I mean, we, we, we're talking about a passing league. You always need guys on the offensive line that have nimble feet that can play for at least 10 to 14 years. I mean, you, you just, that's a premium need in this league. I agree with you, but the reason I was going to jump in on you is because we just paid Taylor Decker. He's our left tackle. We we just drafted a kid. He's playing left guard. He's he's shown to be pretty dang good, above average for in his first year. We've got an all-pro center. We also have another kid that we took last year in the fourth round, Logan Stenberg, who didn't even see the field this year. You got to do something with him, either get in or get out. <laughs> Then you got a right tackle that you're paying $10 million to that we might not be able to get rid of. And you got another right tackle who's been here for four or five years now. He's at the end of his contract. You got to see if he got something there or not. So I, I love investing in, in tackles, but 
let's say at seven, Penne Sewell from Oregon is there. He's the top left tackle in the draft. I don't even know if you can take him based on – you can't just flip Taylor Decker over to the right side and tell him to figure out the right side, I don't think, at this point. And I don't know that you'd want to tell Penne Sewell that either. So they're in a little bit of a bind. So I'm with you, but I think they've already invested a lot in offensive linemen. So – I think they just sort of need a guy that's meeting potatoes at the right guard position and maybe a, a figure out a better right tackle. But when you got two thirds of your line figured out, I think they're doing better than in the past so far in, in regards to that. Well, I just need offensive linemen to keep my new quarterback upright. Benny, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I was hesitant to say it. It was it was at the top of my list, but I bumped it down. You want, you know why I bumped it down? <laughs> no, I, I got you. I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna <laughs> throw Matthew Stafford on the trash pile just yet. But like I told him, like I, I've, I've said for the last couple of weeks, I still have hope that he'll have a a, a decent season next year and groom and train our new rookie who's going to take over yeah that's what I'm i that's what i mean nobody, nobody's it, throwing on I'm the, almost there <laughs> nobody's throwing on the trash pile and that's why i left it off because it's really <laughs> everything i've heard is that it sounds like they're just going to keep rolling with them and 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 yeah i think they would bring in another player but are they going to use that top pick like you said, Zach Wilson, my guy, is all the way up to number two now in most mock drafts, you see. So he's, pro- he's probably not available, uh, you know. And and rolling with Stafford, as much as I want to sort of turn the page, I mean, he's already paid. You could, you, could, you could really upgrade that offense quickly if you put another couple pieces and got the defense figured out. So I, I'm not opposed. I just... I just think I don't know if he's that end-all winner, game-changer type that you kind of need to get you up over the hump. I think he's that middle-of-the-road to to upper-level guy on a good day. So I've softened a little bit on that, Benny, just because I don't think I'm going to be able to get my guy Zach Wilson. But I still think in, in either this year or next year, they definitely need to spend a high resource on a quarterback. I, I do think that needs to happen. And I had an argument with a buddy, kind of like I argue with you sometimes on the show, where I said, just get somebody in here to compete with Matt Stafford. Get, give him give him all his money's worth. And if Matt Stafford's better, play Matt Stafford. If the young kid comes in and shows he's got more moxie, more leadership, can make more plays, take nine out or, or send him on his way. You know what I mean? The guy's never had to compete for anything here. He just shows up, gets handed the quarterback, gets handed hundreds of millions of dollars. Get, just put in a, a, a guy that actually has talent. That can every practice go make number nine be his absolute best. And if the other guy's better than number nine, the other guy goes in. Simple as that. Yeah, I, I have no problem with bringing somebody to make him compete. Because I hate to use analogies from our division. Didn't Aaron Rodgers have a freaking MVP season? Because why? They drafted that kid in the first round. Exactly. He's like, there's no way I'm giving my job up to a freaking rookie. <laughs> the Lions need to follow that. I'm telling you, if they have a chance, they need to almost like take a guy just to light that fire and say, man, if you slip on a banana peel, if you throw a pick in the fourth quarter, if you do something that just uh, costs us a ball game, we got somebody else right here ready to play. And then maybe you wouldn't see some of these mistakes from Stafford. I don't know, but we'll see how they deal with that. Benny, let me ramble off a couple of these. 
I, I got interior defensive line. We need a nasty defensive tackle that can't just sit there and plug holes like Shelton or Panasini or whoever else. Nick Williams will probably be gone for all I know. Get, get me a penetrating defensive tackle that can get after the quarterback that the minute you hike that football, he's 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 swim moving you and getting past you and blowing up the backfield. We need that. We need a we need another running back. It can't just be Mr. Swift. We'll see what they do with Adrian. Peterson! Um, we need a tight end. Uh, we already talked a little bit about the interior offensive line. I think they could use another safety. I don't know, kind of like a Benny Blades type that flies around, hits you in the mouth, puts the fear of God in you when you step on the football field. I'd like to see that. And then, like you said, uh, you know, we, we talked about most of the other positions I had. So let me throw it to you. Free agencies coming up in March. The drafts at the end of April. How are you going to fill all these holes? I'm looking at my list now. I had about 11 to 12 positions that I think I need to address in all types of ways. How are you going to get this done, Mr. Blades? I think what you what you first need that you try to field. See, everybody tries to fill things in the draft. Uh, I, you know, me, I try to go on the free agency market. Pick some of these defensive linemen that you know that around the league, since you talked about interior defensive line, and try to sell these guys that we're an up-and-coming program that they can come. Everson Griffin was good, but now I hear he wants to go back to Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now, you got to find a way to attract these free agents to Detroit, okay? And for a lot of them, we, we don't have that tradition. We don't have that culture that Chris was talking about on the podcast. So you got to have a guy like Spielman be involved in that process. You know, because it's, it's one thing when you hear from player to player, you know, he's not the general manager, but from player to player, he can get to a free agent and let him know, look, you're going to help us build a success. Yeah, you're going to have to pay him the money that he's going to require, but you got to have anchors that's going to help you build. Yeah, what happens with a lot of the, the, the rookies? Right when it's time for them to become a success, we let them go. Interesting. Uh, Benny, you say a couple of things every show that kind of makes me pause, gets me gets me thinking, gets me excited, whatever it may be. The thing you just said, I didn't even think about. Chris Spielman is such a good football guy, such a good speaker nowadays, as you said, with his broadcast work, and such a intense motivational guy like I never even thought about him being a integral part of recruiting people of knowing how to tap in to a guy that may not come here otherwise but may get a talking to for 54 and might next thing you know say where's that paper let's get that signed right now I'm ready to come to Detroit that that could be big like 
I think they got to figure out how to do it with the GM and how all that dynamic works. But I never thought about Spielman almost being like a recruiter for the Detroit Lions. That's that's got me fired up because when you listen to him talk, I mean, he could talk you into a jersey, into the room, onto the team. Um, just no nonsense, uh, great stuff from him. So very interesting. That's that. That is a piece that we haven't had. Is kind of like a, a recruiter, a guy that can really bring people in and get them bought into this team without it just being about uh, paying them more than everybody else. That's right. And see, that's why he's a special advisor. Okay, Absolutely. he's going to be able to do things that regular GMs can't do. Rod 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 Wood, as good as he uh, he is for the organization. He doesn't know what it is to be a player, to put blood, sweat, and tears out on a football field. It takes guys who've been there to build a culture. Why not let him do that for our organization? That 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 would be huge because it's always been you're not going to Detroit. Nobody wants to go to Detroit unless they pay you the most. Unless you're an aging veteran, you're not coming like Hopefully Spielman could turn that around and start getting us those young, hungry, inexpensive, good, no-nonsense football players in here because we definitely need more of those, as we stated. Now, you said you wanted to go free agent route. Of course, I got to fight you a little bit on that. I am definitely a proponent of you don't um, build your team. You don't even really supplement your team very much in free agency because what you end up finding are a lot of guys that, like you said, are past their initial contract. They, even if they're like 26, 27, 28 in the league, that's, that's getting towards the back of your career at most positions. So to then pay them an exorbitant amount just doesn't seem like the best investment as well as, uh, you know, you can fill holes here or there, or like what I would like to do in free agency is fill depth. I feel like you can get guys that can play special teams that can come in and be a backup DT or backup edge rusher but you still want to get your your studs, your top flight guys via the draft, via those top three to four rounds, and then the back rounds you want to kind of um, fill holes and depth as well. So I'm hoping that's what the new GM does is, is focus on free agency is our depth, draft is our lifeblood, and then trades are a way that we can get better quickly, which is like you make a couple of really good trades, that's how you get better quick rather than a five-year plan. It's sometimes the draft or the uh, the other way that people build organizations. I feel like, uh, you know, we can swing a couple deals, which we haven't been very good at over the past decade or so. You know, that could really propel us as well. So I'm super excited to see how they do it. We're going to talk all about that throughout the season, Benny. Um, lots of good stuff here on the show. I wanted to give people a little teaser here at the end. Benny... You, you noticed I didn't hit the sound bite at all this show. I know you did sneak in a couple Canes references, a couple Miami shout-outs. Of course, I didn't hit you with it, but now is probably appropriate time. <laughs> and, the, and the reason why, Benny, is because, like, next week, what I'm thinking we should do, and we and you haven't even talked about this that much, but I'm going to almost challenge you. How about next week, even though we're still way away from the draft, how about we... We've, we figure out how you can get your eyes on Gregory Rousseau and Jalen Phillips this week. Some tape. Maybe maybe you dig into what you've seen from him. You write down some notes. 
And next week I pick your brain about those guys and tell you what I've seen. Cause I did some, some tape work as well as some interviews I saw with Gregory Russo. I got some interesting thoughts on them. You, you, you want to talk about those guys next week? I don't know. They're from the you. The you. No, you don't say it right now. The you baby. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I got the other bit that we, the other bite that we can play that, that probably says it much better than me. So, so what do you think, man? Do you want to want to tease the people that next week we'll talk some draft? We'll, we'll get the players' thoughts on these two yeah, edge I, players for for the for that for that you, Derek. I can talk about my hurricanes all day, <laughs> and I am gonna sneak in Brevin Jordan. Oh yeah, he got to love him too. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, he, he he's not gonna be around. You know what I mean? Because I, I just man, we could have got him in the second round. Oh my god! Hey, here's the thing with Brevin Jordan, Benny. Like everybody here in Detroit doesn't want to hear it because there's like ah tight end. We 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 always draft tight ends. We already got a top ten tight end. But my thing is, Lions fans never ever thinks about what if T.J. Hawkinson sprains his ankle. You got nobody behind him. What if right. we put what if we put two tight ends on the field and stressed out defenses? I mean, have you watched Brevin Jordan play? Not you, but people out there. This guy can ball, man. You you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want to put him on the other side of TJ Hawkinson. Hawkinson. Heck yeah, you would. Like so, I'm not writing him off. If he's there in rounds two or even three. I'm I'm thinking about it all day. <laughs> so yeah, we'll, we'll get him in the mix. So next week, talking some some Miami, some hurricane, some draft. Uh, that sound like a plan? Sounds like a plan. All right. Well, Benny, uh, tremendous show as always. Uh, the the things you dropped about what Chris Spielman is doing with the Lions, what's going on with this GM head coach search, it's got me all fired up. Anything you want to say to the fans, the people, before we get uh, end this show to get them fired up before. We hear who the head Stay coach, tuned. the GM is. Stay tuned next week because what? We'll have one or the other on board because why? Tune in because if you believe in alliance like Benny and Derek, you'll be here and we'll talk about the you. <laughs> That's big time, Benny. I love it. Everybody, B-L-E-A-V, believe in those lines. It's a big off season. Get everything together. We're going to get this turned around, head in the right direction. It's going to be free agent draft after these coaches and everybody's linked up. It's going to be an exciting time. So, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. For me, for Benny, for Believe in Lions on the Believe Podcasting Network. We hope you have a great week. Enjoy some football this weekend, some playoff football. I'm going to catch you next Thursday right here on Believe in Lions. Take care, everybody. We're out. I believe, I believe, I believe. If I can get respect from these guys, I'm a darn well get respect, and I'm going to demand the respect from anyone else. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.